This podcast possibly contains spoilers, but definitely includes explicit language. Welcome to Rhyme and Reason Radio. I'm Aidy, and I'm the Editor-in-Chief of Rhyme and Reason. With me are... Joshua, the end. I'll go first. You're busy taking selfies. I am. I'm I'm Joshua, the unpopular opinionist. And I'm Jeff. I'm the editor-at-large? Yes. The mysterious editor-at-large with that question mark hanging off at the end. Where in the world is Carmen Sandiego, Jeffrey Gregg? Wisconsin. (laughs) Spoilers. All right. Um, So this week we are going to be talking about Insecure, the new show on HBO that was just recently... Um, I mean, the first episode got picked up. I don't know. There was some, like, uh, online talking about whether or not it would, like, continue on. I'm just confused about that. Oh, that sound, if you can hear that, uh, was just our uh, buddy editor-at-large taking pictures of himself. I'm Snapchatting. He's Snapchatting. We have to remain in all the hashtags, Edie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right. Um, so Issa Rae, she was the girl that was an awkward black girl on the internet. And you can... she. She can say that, I can say that, because that was the name of her web series. Um, She is now in Insecure, which is her little darling that's been growing up since 2013. Um, Every episode is something as fuck. Like, her first episode is Insecure as fuck. Um, Mm -hmm. It's got eight episodes in the first season, and it basically is, like, way more funny than a lot of comedies these days. Like, it's not incredibly sad. See, you're the worst, casual, mm-hmm. even what we just talked about last week, Atlanta. Like, all these shows that are supposed to be funny are really just sad. Mm-hmm. A little bit of humor thrown in there. And I think That's they also true. start out with Girls, because Girls was like supposed to be a comedy. And yeah, in the first five minutes, she was pretty funny. After that, just like, what's wrong with you? Yeah, it just became uh, cringe humor. Yeah. Although I do love cringe humor. Which, Nothing I don't think there's a lot in this, though. It's not um, as self I know it is self-aware, mm-hmm. but it it doesn't. I don't know. Do you think it doesn't have that cringe humor? Because it it's, like it doesn't make me cringe. Unlike girls, uh, she cringes though. Like yeah. she's in front of the, the class or whatever, and she's like the one saying, "Oh, white, black women who are educated are less likely to get married, are less likely to whatever." Um, what did you guys think about the first episode? I loved it. I thought it was hilarious, um, and. <laughs> Just the way uh, her her character is, um, which is insecure, but also really a little bit self centered as well. Like uh, when with regards to her friend trying to like cheer up her and take her for a night out, she has ulterior motives the whole time, mm-hmm. and it just well, it is her birthday. Well, yes, but at the same time, uh, she isn't really considerate of her friend's feelings, and it's like she's texting while her friend is like giving this emotional speech to her and then she's like bitch did you send a text message she's like no Whoop. okay now it's sent <laughs> <laughs> jeff what did you think of it uh i liked it but i didn't think that it was very like i didn't get insecure vibes i kind of don't think that the show should be called insecure and i didn't think that she was very insecure like insecure af yeah at she kind of seems um like she's pretty confident yeah. Even if she's weird, she's confident about that. 
Well, I think it comes from a the like kind of deep insecurity that she kind of puts herself out there or like, you know, says these funny remarks because she's covering up for that fact. And the whole show kind of uh, starts with her dumping or at least I guess trying to dump her boyfriend right. because she's tired of sitting on the couch with him. So she's putting herself out there in a whole different way. And I guess, you know, she's insecure from that. But is that mostly because she doesn't she does not have a ring on her finger? Is that the problem? Yeah, I mean, like is she didn't know where it was going. That? As a society, let's just talk about that. <laughs> How many years is too many years? Uh, she was with him for five years, I think, right? Yeah, she was with him for five years. Probably that's probably too long, maybe unless they yeah. both want to not do anything other than that. Right. Like be unmarried, cohabitate. I just, yeah, I like. I was trying to figure out where insecure the title comes from because I didn't get those vibes, and like maybe it is really deep seated stuff. And but I think like it was very, very funny. I enjoyed it a lot. I think similar to Atlanta, cool that we're seeing young black people. Um, she's probably a little bit more middle class than what we're seeing in Atlanta. Um, Mm-hmm. And, like, again, not necessarily, and I think a huge criticism of HBO, not having people of color, like, good to see. Um, and, like, yeah. So, I mean, that. And then, also, it's, like, whip-smart and very funny. Um, the wrapping scenes, like, I especially liked when she was getting ready in the bathroom with, like, the different lipsticks and the personalities that she yeah. took on as a result of, like, the different colors. I thought, like, that was really smart and funny. Um, speaking to the, the criticism of like, diversity behind the camera and in front of the camera, FX was actually called out on that at one of the TV critics events. Mm-hmm. And they said, you know what, like, we didn't think about this. And so that's why they, they went out of their way to start hiring females and um, people of color and female people of color um, to be doing every, to do more things. Yeah. Um, and there's another show on FX right now, something about better things or I'm not sure the title, but it also was renewed with Atlanta at the same time for a second season, even though they just came out with these shows. Mm-hmm. So I think that we're definitely, the world is realizing a revolution needs to happen, and so very slowly we're getting there. Well, I feel like also that uh, it's what audiences really want, because yeah. I am sick and tired of like the same white family having the same white family problems. Yep. Um, let's not talk about easy though. (laughs) (laughs) Um, (laughs) but, uh, I, it's, it's so fucking refreshing to see a show like this because there are so few and it's really important to have all these like multicultural shows and lots of diversity because that's who we are as a culture. That is America. We're not just white people watching white people. We're, we want to watch all the people. Right. For sure. But uh, not in a kind of racist or stereotyped way. Uh, exactly. Like, what, what was that um, that show about Indians in a call center? Or... Outsourced. Outsourced. Or that Walmart show that... Superstore. Superstore, yeah. Because I don't need to see... I don't know. I just think those are, you know, shows that were thought up by white people. They say, oh, that'd be funny. Yeah, like, like, oh, the- let's include these people of colors as tokens. It's like, <laughs> no, let's start from the bottom and, you know, work our way up. Well, that show that just got canceled on NBC, I think it was, that was about the Mail Order family? Yes, Mail Order Bride. It was announced and canceled immediately. Yeah, it's like, 
no one really thinks about this. But they don't like go in front of a diverse group of people and say, "Hey, what do you guys think?" And like that's get NBC feedback. for you though. Yeah. yeah <laughs> NBC. Anyway, insecure. Insecure. So she's not really insecure, mm-hmm. but she is really funny. She's really yes. funny. We agree on that much. It's co-written with the former host of The Nightly Show with Larry Mil- Wilmore. Love Larry him. Wilmore. Which love is funny him. because I don't think he's funny. <laughs> oh my god. I love him so much. I wish he had all of the shows. I would prefer to watch him over Trevor Noah any day. I have, uh, what you just said, flip it. That's what I want to say. See? Well, nobody was watching the Larry Wilmore. <laughs> We should change your title, Jeff. <laughs> I know. I should be. It should be me. I'm now the right? popular opinionist. Yep. I'll, I'll, hold on. Let me give you the hat. Here. There you go. Oh, that's a it's nice really. <laughs> anyway. You're the biggie crown. Yeah, the raps are really good. I like that about it. All overall, I mean, I really hope the show goes forward and actually like changes some minds about HBO a lot as well because mm-hmm. right now it's kind of like dug itself a hole, especially with all that uh, sexual violence on. Game of Thrones. And the super white cast of Westworld. Yeah. <laughs> we could talk about Westworld one day. <laughs> soon. Coming soon. Yeah. I got a lot to say about that, Chef. Um, I do hope that uh, uh, going forward with the episodes of Insecure that they put out a, uh, a soundtrack of all the raps. If they oh, keep so doing that. was actually one of the, the people on it. Really? Yeah, I saw in the credits she was like one of the musical like people who chose the well chose the arrangements. I guess I don't That's know. That's awesome. I got really excited when I saw that. I wanted to tell you, Jeff, but then I forgot. Sorry. Well, you should be very upset with yourself. That's cool. Now I'll have to pay attention a little bit more. Maybe I'll watch again. You should definitely watch the subtitles. It's so much better when you yeah. watch the subtitles. Broken pussy. <laughs> it's quite catchy. <laughs> um, the female imposter syndrome. What do you know about that? Uh, nothing. Tell me more. There are these shows on TV where women are put into positions like Crazy Ex-Girlfriend and The mm-hmm. Good Place and a lot of other shows, which I can't name on hand right now, um, where they are in the wrong place. They're they're pretending to be something else. Do you feel like she, Issa Rae, is somebody who's like, she has this rich inner life, but she's pretending to the outer world? Well, do no, you, I think this like is this falls into that category. I think this is different because she puts it upon herself to make a change in her life, and that's what uh, creates the show. Essentially, she's putting herself. Oh, you're out the there. worst! No, not you're the worst. Younger. Yes. Yeah. Another not, example. C- compared to like, yes, younger, uh, the good place, which I hate. Those shows, yeah, it's like these women are lying and deceitful, and it's not a great thing to be putting out there. Uh, while... But aren't all women always pretending? But I don't know. You tell me. Always pretending? Yeah. I don't know. Are we? Actually, I I think so, yes, because I played uh, Persona 3 and Persona 4. I can tell you (laughs) that people act differently around other people, and that's the truth. That's why you should never be friends with your Facebook uh, workmates. Or you should never be friends with your workmates on Facebook. Right, like... You see things you can't unsee. That's why I have two different Twitters, at right and at Moondoggy underscore PSN. That's at Moondoggy, M-O-O-N-D-A-W-G-G-I-E underscore PSN. Which one's the the personal one? (laughs) You tell me. (laughs) I don't don't know at this point. (laughs) Who am I? (laughs) He's having an identity crisis. <laughs> Aren't we all? Um, so, Jeff, 
Out of how many uh, broken pussies would you give the show? Um, hmm. Like on a how, scale of like of... one to five, five being sure. good. I don't know. Is a broken pussy good or bad? That's a good you question. tell me. I'm gonna say it's a good thing. Um, I'm gonna give it like a solid three. Like I enjoyed really? watching it. I'll watch more. I'm hoping. I think again, it just threw me because I didn't get that she was insecure and that was not. I don't know. I was stuck on it. Um, three broken pussies for me. I would give it four broken pussies out of five broken pussies. Okay. Because I just like saying broken mm-hmm. pussy. Broken pussy. Broken pussy. Mm-hmm. Um, I would give it like four and a half. It's okay. it's a good broken pussy show. And now we have obsessions. 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 Uh, Joshua, what are you obsessed about this week? I am obsessed about um, this wonderful YouTube series that is uh, brought to life by the uh, comics. Well, not comics, I guess. The the comedic personalities of. Nick Robinson and Griffin McElroy. Um, Griffin McElroy being of the Brothers McElroy of My Brother, My Brother and Me and other various podcasts and other projects. Um, but they played this game. Have I talked about this before? I don't remember. Talk about a lot of going. games. Anyway, uh, they played this uh, soft body physics sim- car simulator called BeamNG.Drive. And... The antics they get up to is, you know, kind of like smashing cars, doing, you know, boy stuff in a little virtual playground, shooting cannons through various cars and whatnot. But they get to a point where they want to uh, get a um, a crash test dummy out of a bus, but he's connected to the bus. Mm-hmm. Uh, so after a cease and desist of, from BBC because it was in the likeness of Stig, um, they got a new kind of mascot, and they call him Busto 2.0. And Busto 2.0, uh, they play with him for a little bit, and he breaks the game in horrifying ways, and it is the most entertaining thing that's on the internet right now. How many broken pussies is that? <laughs> it is five out of five broken pussies. Wow. Yeah. It is It is. Nothing can hilarious. look that. <laughs> um, there, there's, there's a turning point in, I think, episode three, where they are playing with Busto 2.0, the game freezes, resets, and when they hit play again, cars just explode in the ba- in the background, and then they start playing Claire de Lune very softly, and it's just like this kind of beautiful confluence of events that makes the show amazing, and they've kind of uh, turned it into its own thing. Hmm. Yeah, cool. It is very well, fun and we watch. will link to it. Yes. On the website. Jeffrey? Okay. So, two things? But really just one. I mean, one led to another. How about that? So, uh, Lady Gaga will have released, maybe, by the time this airs. Do I say that? (laughs) Um, Her album, Joanne, um... Uh, on October 21st and so recently did the Facebook live event on Bud Light's Facebook page where she played a dive bar and did like three or four new songs um and they were all sort of like country rock ish what's happening to her yeah I mean well she was playing in Nashville so I'm hoping that the songs were just like arranged differently and that she didn't go into a country direction but anyway 
this leads me to my next obsession. So the first one being Lady Gaga. The second one being a long, enduring obsession with the singer Faith Hill. So wow. after... Deep dive. I know, I know, right? After watching the Facebook event, um, I decided to Google the video for Like We Never Loved It All, which is a duet between Faith Hill and her husband, Tim McGraw, and it's fantastic. So I've been obsessively watching slash listening to that song for the past, like, two or three days. <laughs> like, multiple times. And, yeah, so there's that. That is an obsession, y'all. That's a real obsession. <laughs> Great. Um, so I'm not really sure if I've discussed this before. I can't really remember. But Fleabag. We didn't talk about that, right? No, we should. I love that show. Okay. Well, I will not talk about that then. I will talk about Crashing. Crashing is on Netflix. Crashing is a show about... It's like an ensemble comedy. Uh, only six episodes. It's written by Phoebe Waller-Bridge. And it's just hilarious. Like, there are so many different storylines that happen. And the one girlfriend who has a stick up her butt, she continues to have a stick up her butt. She tries to be fun-loving and free-spirited, but she's just not that type of person. Now, she's very, um, I guess, uh, jealous. And she, like, a lot of the episodes feature her acting out that way. But the show is so good. They're so mean to each other and so funny. They take the piss out of each other, as they say, and they all live inside of a a hospital that's, like, about to be torn down or replaced or something. And there's a French artist, and she has an obsession with a guy who's middle-aged and going through a divorce. It's just really good. Um, Definitely worth watching, and um, you can watch it on Netflix very easily. And then when you're done with that, go watch Fleabag. Fleabag's amazing. We will talk about Fleabag soon. Can't wait. Um... Great. So where can we find you on the internet, Joshua? Um, as stated before, you can find me on Twitter at jpriceisright. You can also find my uh, Twitch Twitter at moondoggy underscore PSN. Um, you can also find me on Tumblr and Instagram at j... What the fuck is it? Um, j Pricegram. j That's what it is. Yes. Is it really? Yes. Okay. Now I'm going to find you. Yeah. Jeffrey? Um, you Where can, can find we find you? On the internet, um, on Twitter and Instagram, at L. Jeffrey Craig. And obviously on RhymeAndReason.com. Great. Uh, just so you guys all know, we've just recently migrated Rhyme and Reason over to a new website, and it looks great, in my opinion. Uh, come over, let us know what your obsessions are. Um, you can follow us on the internet at Rhyme and Reason on Facebook and on Twitter. Uh, but you can follow me personally on Twitter at YoPrice and on Instagram at 80Price. That's 80I Price. Uh, 